We're getting mauled again. The web follows the pattern of brick and mortar. The Monday Morning Memo for August 30th, 2010. Over the past few years, one of the most important shifts in the digital world has been the move from the wide open web to semi-closed platforms that use the internet for transport but not the browser for display. It's driven primarily by the rise of the iPhone model of mobile computing. And it's a world Google can't crawl, one where HTML doesn't rule. And it's the world that consumers are increasingly choosing, not because they're rejecting the idea of the web, but because these dedicated platforms often just work better or fit better into their lives. The screen comes to them. They don't have to go to the screen. The fact that it's easier for companies to make money on these platforms only cements the trend. Chris Anderson and Michael Wolf, Wired, August 17, 2010. Anderson and Wolf are talking about app or application-driven destinations like Facebook, Twitter, Pandora, The New York Times, Netflix, streaming videos, and virtually anything that appears on an iPad or an iPhone. Apps or applications are third-party software programs designed to perform specific functions. Apps are the layer that connect us all through our mobile devices, says app creator Seth Goldstein. This is the age of pervasive computing. Many apps provide the same sort of freedom people felt when phones became cordless, then wireless. The app world is all about you, says Peter Seeley, a Silicon Valley tech advisor. From the way we use our apps to the way they seem to spread, by word of mouth... This represents a new level of cultural and social empowerment for the individual. Not only is Facebook more than just another website, but with 500 million users, it's the largest website there has ever been. So large that it's not a website at all. Yuri Milner, the investor that bought 10% of Facebook. Today's top 10 websites account for about 75% of all U.S. page views. According to Compete, a web analytics company... This leaves just 25% of page views to be the web traffic coveted by websites number 11 through 80 million. More than 240 million domain names have been registered, but only about a third of these, 80 million, are attached to a website. Forty years ago, we quietly abandoned mom-and-pop businesses on Main Street America and went to the malls. Semi-closed worlds that had it all. Sites built on semi-closed apps are the new malls. Facebook is its own semi-closed little world. But so is America Online, remember? AOL offered ease of use and a walled garden. But their lack of diverse content soon made the walled garden feel like a prison. AOL lost subscribers by the tens of millions. Thirty years ago, we saw the rise of the category killers, superstores like Circuit City, Toys R Us, Best Buy, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Home Depot. Category killers aggregated our choices to a single location and offered us convenience. Amazon.com is one of these. One out of every four online transactions occurs on Amazon.com. Yes, you heard that correctly. Malls and superstores are back again. Go figure. You're probably not going to build a semi-closed, app-driven destination this year, and neither am I. And few of us have the connections to become worldwide aggregators. 
So how does all this new information affect your business and mine? Number one, monitor the web for mentions of your company. The Internet makes you transparent whether you choose to be or not, says Jeffrey Eisenberg. Your only remaining choice is whether to be authentic, that is, to deliver on your promise. What you say about yourself in your ads will be accelerated or obliterated by what your customers say about you on Facebook and Twitter and Yelp and Angie's List. Are you delivering what you promise? Number two, be available through social media. The single greatest deficiency of Wizard Academy right now is our lack of a vice chancellor, someone to stay in touch with our alumni, to know them and be known by them. It's a full-time job. Who in your company is the Relationship Development Officer? Number three, don't troll for customers on Facebook. Social media is about connecting on a personal level. If you think of it as an advertising medium, you will damage your company's reputation far more than you will help it. Searching for customers using social media is like trying to sell insurance at a dinner party. You may sell the occasional policy, but everyone will think you're an ass. Number four, pay attention to your status on Google Maps. Type a business category into Google, and it will show you the location of about half a dozen area businesses in that category. See the Monday Morning Memo for August 30th, 2010 in the archive section at mondaymorningmemo.com. Scroll to the bottom for an example of this. The listing hierarchy for Google Maps is completely different than the hierarchy used in basic search, and these map references appear above the balance of the search results. Becoming one of those half dozen businesses isn't as difficult as you might think. Number five, never write phony testimonials. A, they don't work, and B, you will get caught. Phony testimonials are detected by the reader a high percentage of the time. Note. This is why Wizard Academy posts unscripted videos in our course descriptions that let you meet our students and our faculty unposed. Disclosure. The video firm that does this for us is owned by my sons. Second disclosure. To avoid any taint of self-dealing. I pay for these videos from my own pocket as a gift to the Academy, rather than from Academy funds. Third disclosure. The classes with course descriptions that feature these SunPop videos always fill up quicker than the classes whose course descriptions don't yet have them. Take a look. You'll see what I mean. WizardAcademy.org. Roy H. Williams.